What's up, y'all, and welcome to Marley the Podcast, where I use over a decade of experience in the health and fitness space to help you find what's gold and what's old so you can achieve all your health goals seamlessly. This week, we have a important guest who specializes in gut health. Her name is Jessica. So we're going to go ahead and welcome Jessica to the episode. And this one is going to be focused on the gluten-free diet and gluten-free products and some things you should be aware of and some things you should avoid. Hey guys. So I'm Jess. Thank you for the introduction. I'm a gut health coach. And I thought I'd start off by just kind of talking about what my story is and kind of my phases of going gluten-free and not gluten-free. This all started with a bad relationship with food where I was trying to lose a bunch of weight and just wasn't happy with the way that I looked. So I started buying all of these supplements and protein powders and uh, pre-workouts and greens powders. And I had no knowledge about, you know, the ingredients. All I had knowledge about was what social media had to say about all of these supplements. So, you know, green powders, you're getting in all your nutrition, like protein powders, you're getting in all your protein. And weight loss was also associated with like a gluten-free diet. And, you know, being healthy was associated with like a gluten-free diet. So I ended up cutting out most things from my diet. Like I was cutting out dairy, I was cutting out gluten, that, but I was adding in like a lot of sweeteners and powders and everything like this. So then I developed these severe gut issues and kind of like went through the ringer with the healthcare system. And for like five years or so, um, I was kind of like trying to get tests, going to doctors, not knowing what was wrong. And I was just continuously having all these powders and supplements and things like this. And then finally, I got a health coach and I switched to whole foods. So I took out every, all the supplements, all the powders, And what I did is instead of going gluten and dairy free, I just started incorporating more organic gluten free and dairy based products. So if you read the label of a lot of like gluten free breads and, you know, things like that, you'll see a lot of seed oils and fillers and preservatives and artificial flavors and things like that. So when I took those out of my diet, a lot of my symptoms went away. So yeah. yeah. What were some of the symptoms that you had that other people can look for? Because I think that sometimes people just have learned to live with symptoms and think that they are normal. And they're like, okay, this is just how I'm supposed to feel, or this is how my digestion is supposed to be. Right. So what are some things that people like you and I should look out for in terms of gut health that is not normal, that has been normalized. Constipation is a big one. And the other side of the spectrum with diarrhea, indigestion, so like a really um, pain, a big pain or a strong pain in your stomach, like right after eating. Mm-hmm. Acid reflux, that's really, really common. And it might feel like heartburn, but it's actually just acid reflux. And stomach aches like three or four hours after you eat. So while it's being digested as well, those are the main ones that are super common that I hear all the time that I also had as well. And then with going gluten-free, do you think that these issues were made worse or better or combination with having digestive and gut issues? 
Yeah. So I think it made it worse because I wasn't doing it appropriately. I wasn't implementing the gluten-free diet properly. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge issue because as soon as you start buying all, like just look at the packaging of some of these like gluten-free products. Like that's what I did. I just went to the store and I looked for everything that said mm-hmm. gluten-free, but what, you know, got lost is like what whole foods are gluten-free. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, like staying in the veggie aisles and the fruit aisles, like what there can you buy that is gluten-free? Like you don't need to go to the packaged food items and things like that. Cause as soon as you do, it will make your gut issues worse. That's something to really look out for is people assume that, oh my God, I'm buying these gluten-free products. They have to be better. And then you look at the list of actual ingredients and they're just as long, if not longer than things with gluten. And that in and of itself doesn't necessarily make it any better, right? Like you're, you're trying to make it better, but then you're actually making it worse. Yes. And it's like, how do they make you feel like, okay, everyone's telling you that you should be going gluten-free. So right. You go to the store, you buy this gluten-free stuff. How does it make you feel though? Like, (laughs) you know, after you consume these products for a number of years or so, you know, it, it adds up. And then that's, I feel like what people lose, like what, how you feel and how your body's reacting versus what everyone else is telling you the way that you should eat. Like you mentioned, I mean, going gluten-free that has picked up so much traction over the last couple of years. And I get it. I understand if you have a certain like autoimmune condition, you have celiacs, you have Hashimoto's, like you, you definitely need to be aware of these things and avoid gluten. And there are products that can be really good, but if we're looking at the bigger picture, I mean, think about when you walk down the aisle and you see normal bread and gluten-free bread, the gluten-free bread is what, like twice the, twice the price. You look at gluten-free pasta, you look at, you know, you look at these alternative things that are marketed as healthier, but are they necessarily healthier? Like in what instance are you being healthy? Exactly. Exactly. I I completely agree. They're more expensive. And you know what the issue is, is I eat non-processed gluten-based products and they're even extremely hard to find. Like they're so, because a lot of gluten-based products have this a lot of the same like seed oils and harmful ingredients in them. It's hard to find unprocessed Mm-hmm. product. So if you were to look at gluten-free items or even items with wheat, right? Like both yeah. of them can have similar ingredients, but if you were to narrow down like a specific or a few ingredients that are to be watched for to know yeah. like, Hey, this is probably going to cause, you know, digestive upset or yeah. gut issues for mm-hmm. you. What would some of those items be that people can look for? Okay. So gum, that's mm-hmm. a big one. Like all gums. If you look, just read the packaging, you'll see gums in almost everything. Like it's, it's crazy. So mm-hmm. gums, seed oils, like inflam- you know, so inflammatory, see any seed oil, really like grape seed oil, sunflower seed oil. Um, those are some big ones. Canola oil, vegetable mm-hmm. oil. Like those are all ones to definitely stay away from. Yeast. A lot of people have a yeast intolerance and they don't okay. know, like this is something that I stay away from. And it's not like nutritional yeast and yeast are different, right? Yeah. Like yeast is mostly in um, a lot of breads and things like that, but cellulose, natural flavor, but yeah, <laughs> n- not natural. <laughs> they're tricking you um, there. They're tricking you. Artificial sweeteners. They mm-hmm. still put that in bread, um, artificial um, flavorings or any food dyes, things like that. That's a good list. Those are 
the main ones that I would stay away from. Yeah. I know sometimes when we see those lengthy, lengthy lists, some of those items are not ones that are easily recognizable because you're like, I'm not sure what that word means. And that's usually a sign too. Like if you can't yeah. pronounce it or you don't know what it is, I would probably say stay away from it. But some of these ones that you're like, oh, natural flavors, I know what that is. Or like this kind of oil, I know what that is. That doesn't yes. necessarily mean it's good for you. It could be highly processed, which is leading to that digestive upset, you know, that gas, that bloating, that indigestion that I feel like more people than not have, or they experience. So like you mentioned, switching from wheat to non-wheat products doesn't mean that it miraculously goes away. Maybe in the beginning, you'll notice some shifts in, like you said, weight, just based on maybe eating lower calorie foods, but it doesn't mean it's from the actual products itself or that they are actually healthier. For any listeners, I think a good rule of thumb is like, if you can't pronounce it, or if you're like, what the hell is that? Mm -hmm. I would definitely stay away from it because a lot of these ingredients are common in a lot of the foods you buy. So a lot of people are like, well, what, what can I buy then? You know? (laughs) And maybe, so maybe this isn't just, you know, a matter of gluten-free, obviously they have marketed it in a way to lead us to believe that it is healthier. Right. So it's not just about reading product labels of gluten-free items, but using this as education and a resource to be like, okay, cool. This is what I can look for in all of my products because yes, there are a lot of these specific fillers and ingredients in so many items on the grocery shelves, but there's also been a huge influx of brands that refuse to use these, right? So, I mean, it's just a matter of being a little bit more diligent when we are at the store and actually looking at what's in the food, because If you're going to look at what you put in your body, the ingredients of what you put in your body are going to be equally important too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of these ingredients, like if you are having gut issues, like feeding into your gut issues even Mm -hmm. more. So that's why a lot of people start feeling worse when they do not necessarily go gluten-free, but when they start eating a lot of these like packaged items. Mm-hmm. that claim they're gluten-free and things like that, things start to get worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from a gut health perspective, what would you say, like, what are some of your biggest tips for people? Like if you had two or three tips for people of what they can do, that's not going to cost them a ton of money. That's not going to like mm-hmm. cost them, a, you know, an unreasonable amount of energy. Where would you say people can start? Because obviously it can be overwhelming and there's so much information out there that you're like, how do I narrow it down? Like, I'm not a gut expert. So you being yeah. the gut health expert, what what would you say some of your biggest tips that you use to help clients? Yes. So I think it gets overcomplicated, mm-hmm. um, really overcomplicated because everyone, a lot of people are in gut health now. And especially when you, there's just so much different information. The first thing I do is just cut out all supplements. They think that supplements are what's making them healthy, but it's mm-hmm. actually just going to be, you have to get down the basics first. That's the first and foremost. So cut out the supplements and focus on the basics. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be your whole foods, exercise, getting in your walks, mm-hmm. having, drinking enough water, mm-hmm. those things. So those are um, the four things like that I make sure is going on before even adding in any supplements. And it makes a huge difference when you make that switch. Yeah. And not to mention, you're going to be saving money from not spending on X, Y, and Z supplements. And I know that 
a lot of people come to me and they're like, Hey, what supplements do you take? Like of, and I'm like, I don't, I don't do protein powders. I don't do, you know, any of these elaborate, like intra workout, you know, I, and I think that that has helped me feel better on a day-to-day basis than taking all of these things. So I think that, like you mentioned, relying on whole foods and just being aware of the foods that we are consuming, if they are packaged, because there are great exactly. packaged foods out there. It's not to like demonize packaged foods, but no, we just want to no. make sure that it's not crap ingredients because crap ingredients are going to give you crap energy and crap digestion. Literally, exactly. like pun intended, exactly. you're going to have crap digestion. No, oh yeah, yeah, no, for real. <laughs> yeah, I once you focus on the basics, you really realize that it isn't about supplements and mm-hmm. all these claims and things like that. Like it's, it's re- you can make it really simple. The second thing I was going to say too, is giving your body a consistent routine. Mm-hmm. So I work with a lot of shift workers and it's really hard for them to master their gut health because the inconsistencies in what you're putting your body through every single day, like our bodies don't like that. We like a routine. Mm-hmm. So it causes the inconsistencies cause a lot of stress on our bodies. When you're, you know, getting one night, you're getting five hours of sleep. The next night you're getting nine hours of sleep. Um, one day you're getting, you know, two liters of water. Next day you're getting four. Mm-hmm. Um, your meal timings are off. Like as soon as you get that consistent schedule, all of a sudden, things start moving (laughs) nicely. Yeah, that's true. Our body has a circadian rhythm in terms of our sleep schedule, right? Like we have a set sleep and wake time if we allow our body to have that set sleep and wake time. So doing the same thing with things like steps. And every once in a while, like, okay, you know, when you travel or, you know, you go out on a weekend night, like I'm not talking about those, you know, consistency is different than that. You know, being on six out of seven days, you know, you don't Mm -hmm. have to be, you can still have fun. Cause I feel like that's lost sometimes. Like, Oh, like I, that, that means I can't go out to the festival because I'll stay out late. Like, no, like small things like that aren't going to make a difference. Like it's just being consistent with it. Right. And like preparing yourself when you do, you know, go to festivals or something like that, like you're still on an eating routine, like at your Mm -hmm. festival, I'm sure that you are still getting in your yeah, yep. yeah. We go, exactly. we go to the grocery store. We still get whole foods. I bring a grill to cook on, like all of these things. Because if I have a weekend full of me eating a bunch of prepackaged crappy foods, it's going to lead to me feeling crappy, and oh yeah, yeah. and my digestion is going to be awful. And I just know that that's not the best for me. Not even from a physical standpoint, but from a mental standpoint. Because if you're uncomfortable, that's that's not a great headspace to be in either. And I think that's something that is really great to address. It's not, it's not always just a physical thing. Like if you're di- like when your digestion was messed up for X amount of years, like how tough was that on you mentally? Especially when you feel yeah. like I'm a healthy person, I take care of myself and yet I can't seem to like get this in order. You know, it's, it, it's mentally a struggle. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't address. It's like, they want mm-hmm. the physical change, but the mental change is just as important. Exactly. Yeah. That was my third thing, actually. Oh, really? That's brought funny. Me right into it. It's just like the mental nervous system thing is mm-hmm. so important for gut health. I used to get really nervous about my symptoms. Then it made it so much worse. So like I got in my head about, you know, okay, I'm going to be, if I do this, like if I go travel, I'm going to be constipated for a week. Like I'm not going to be able to go to the bathroom for a week or mm-hmm. 
you know, and every single morning I would wake up and just like pray that I would like have a bowel movement because, but being so nervous and stressed about these things make the issue much worse. And it has a huge, it plays such a huge factor in everything you do, but also so much for your gut health. Like, so I had to manage like that aspect, the nervous system aspect, how I manage like my stress of my symptoms. Like Mm -hmm. I had to get over that fact as well, because that might be that in itself could be like playing a role in like your digestive health, your gut health, things like Mm -hmm. that. I don't know if you've also experienced this too, but this is a oh. big thing for me. <laughs> oh, I've, I've been there. I know all about the mind gut connection. So if yes. we can control this, yeah. we can also help control that. But mm-hmm. it comes down to, like we mentioned, the food you put in your body and the certain daily habits that you choose to do. And if we can just get ahead on those things, you'll be 10 times better off than trying to focus on all these so-called health food products that are not so healthy for you. Like once you do get all these basics down, you might not mm-hmm. actually be in a bad spot anymore. And if you still are, that's when you introduce gut health protocols and things like that. Oh, for sure. Gut. And then for everyone who wants to follow up and follow her on Instagram, go ahead and tell everybody what your Instagram is because she posts a ton of great tips. My Instagram handle is my gut guru. Yeah. Very fitting. Very <laughs> fitting. But hopefully we can do another episode again. There is so much to talk about with gut health that this just only breaks the surface. And this is just one small component of the bigger picture. But if you were to leave people with one final thing, what would you say? One good takeaway would be to listen to your body. Don't listen to social media and what your friend's doing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. your body's going to tell you if it likes it or not. If you're not celiac or having you know, um, a lot of autoimmune issues or things like that, then I would just like look deep a little bit deeper into like, do I need to be gluten-free? Like, does this mm-hmm. make me feel good? Is this what my body likes? Instead of kind of playing into what social media has to say. And everyone can do that. You just have to pay a little bit more attention to your own body. Go ahead and give Jess a follow because there's some great nuggets of information that you'll want more of for sure. Make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already and head on over to my Instagram at Marley Rosano to check out even more helpful content.